A picture released by the New York Times may have finally woken the media and the Democrats into believing there actually is a crisis on the border. An AOC cries in front of a border detention center, but then refuses to fund a company which would give kids uh, the funding so those border centers could have beds. And did anybody actually watch the presidential, the Democratic presidential debates? This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. The New York Times releases a front page story this week with a gruesome picture of a father and his daughter face down in the Rio Grande River in Texas. Uh, when I saw the picture, I was shocked. I was shocked it even made the front page. This picture and story hit all the news outlets and went viral on Twitter. It's a heartbreaking picture because the daughter has her arm around her father's neck. Finally, the media is realizing there is a real crisis on the border and people are actually dying by it. But the narrative on the subject is following their hatred on Trump and not the facts. But the first thing we need to do is talk about the actual story that's been glossed over by the media. Um, they did tell some of the story, some of the story, but not all. And I think a lot of when you when knows really knows the story, it it shifts the blame here. The father is Oscar Alberto Martinez, and his daughter is Angie Valeria, a 23 month old girl. Martinez Valeria and Martinez's wife Tanya were from El Salvador. Oscar used to work at uh, Papa John's in, in El Salvador, where he earned about $350 a month. This allowed them to spend about $10 a day. Uh, Tanya, the I'm going to use the first names here because the first, it's very, their last names are just way too long. Tanya, the wife, also had a job as, at working at a Chinese restaurant in El Salvador, but she had to quit because to take care of Angie. Something important to realize is their status in El Salvador. According to their family, quote, they were not fleeing violence, Tanya's mother has since said, but were in a desperate search of a life that they could earn more money, period, end quote. Their plan was to come to the United States for a few years, save up some money, and then move back to El Salvador. So they started their journey towards the United States. Uh, they traveled to Guatemala and Mexico in one of the Central American caravans. They actually did stay at a refugee camp for about three months. And then they arrived at the U U.S. border. At first, they tried to claim asylum at one of the border entry points, but it was far too crowded. They actually got a look at one of the wait lists, and they saw they were a couple of hundred down. And a lot of this reason was because... Uh, of their status. They actually were never going to, they were never going to qualify for asylum. <sighs> That's where the tragedy starts. They decided they were going to cross the Rio Grande. Once they got across the Rio Grande, they were going to turn themselves in uh, to the border patrol. The idea here was to actually force um, their case move their case up faster. They, they didn't want to wait in, in, in Mexico. So Oscar first grabbed Angie and crossed the river with the daughter. Uh, they got to the other side safely. He left the daughter, the 23-month-old girl, 
on the shore and then was going to swim back to go pick up his wife, Tanya. As he got in the water, the little girl, of course, she's not even two years old, got scared, jumped back into the water to follow the father. The father turned, saw his daughter was struggling, started swimming towards her to rescue her. The current got stronger. They both sucked down and they both drowned. That's the story. The Democrats have finally acknowledged there's a crisis on the border. For the last year, the Dems have been saying that the problem of the border were was a manufactured crisis, that there was no problem on the border, and Trump's just lying because he's a xenophobe. He's, he hates brown people. That's been the story. That's been the narrative. So now that we know that there is an actual problem on the border, does that mean that everyone's going to suddenly declare Trump was right all along and they will cooperate with him? Not even close. Not even close. What are the, well, you guess what they're going to actually do. How about blame Trump for this? Trump killed those people. Let's read some tweets uh, from some of the presidential candidates. Not all of them reacted, and I didn't catch all of them, but here, here are three of them. Here's one from Joe Biden. Of course, the picture is right there. Quote, this image is gut-wrenching. The cruelty we see at our border is unconscionable. History will judge how we respond to the Trump administration's treatment of immigrant families and children. We can't be silent. This isn't who we are. This is not America. And, of course, he says that because that's basically his tagline. That's what he's running on is to um, is uh, that we have changed. America has changed to something it wasn't supposed to be. I don't know what that is. I guess we're supposed to be a slave straight because that's the last thing I remember. Uh, Bernie Sanders, quote, these deaths are what a broken immigration system is all about. Instead of demonizing immigrants, Trump should be meeting with Central American leaders to find ways to end the horrific violence and poverty that are forcing people to flee their homelands. I don't understand this. Why is it the United States fault to deal with other countries problems? The other countries are corrupt. Mexico, they've got a lot of problems. Why are we, why is it the United States' responsibility to fix these countries? At least he didn't say they should all be allowed in. As far as I'm concerned, I'm sorry, those countries have problems. They need to fix them. They need to figure it out, or they can ask the United States for help. They don't want help from the United States because the United States are going to see, are going to tell them, okay, hey, you got a problem here, 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 here. And the reality is these governments, the ones in power, don't want to give up the power. So to sit back and say the United States can fix these countries, these countries have to want the United States to fix them. These countries have to, to come to the United States and say, hey, can, can you give us a hand here? Can you tell us what is wrong? Anyway, here we go. I mean, why, we can't even fix our own government. Look how broken our government is right now. We can't fix it. And finally, from the, uh, the mastermind of the group, Beto O'Rourke, Robert Francis, excuse me. Trump is responsible for these deaths, end quote. Um, it's just stupid. I guess Trump was telling them to cross the Rio Grande River. Um, the media, let's go into the media. I'm really, I'm really going to go off on this story. This, this is going to be a real tough podcast because these people have really bent me out of shape. So let's take a look at the media. Of course, it's America's fault these two people are dead. And 
to be truthful here, we're not even sure if these people were in the United States. These bodies may not have even been in Texas. They may still have been in Mexico. So no one's even sure of that. Let's listen to Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo discuss the photo and the tragedy. And just listen to all the drama and listen to the big words that are used here. Words that you'll you'll see. We'll talk about it right after. Sorry. That picture, I can't, I, can, I can't even look at it. You must. I can't even look at it, Chris. Every time it comes up, I just, I have to look away. I can't. I'm not being dramatic. It's just... Dramatic? Can, can of, course you... it's, of course it kills you. It kills every part of you. Every part of us that makes us human. This issue, not since what I saw during the war that was being ignored here at home, has something ripped at me and made me feel like I'm not doing the I job can't... right. I, I, when I first saw it, I said, this can't, please tell me this is not real. This is not real. And then the alert came out from CNN, and it's, it's real. I cannot believe, you asked the same question that I asked, that I've been asking people all night. Who are we? Who are we as a people to sit and judge people who are trying to come across for better lives and better conditions, and to cast most of them or all of them in a light that they're trying to get something free or that they're breaking the law. And so I don't understand who we are. I don't know. And I don't know how anybody can twist this into, well, they shouldn't be bringing their kids over anyway. If you're saying that to yourself, what, what a terrible sentiment to have. Get on your knees tonight and ask for guidance on how to feel about this issue and ask God to soften your heart or to at least speak to you about who you've become as a human being. Our Constitution says... You're allowed says, to come and ask. A lot of them come. aren't going to make the grade. But all I'm saying is this. You know, I look, I get the politics of it. This is not a complicated situation. I don't get the politics of it. And I, I don't get, get the it. big stick. I get the big stick. Of, well, look, I get the xenophobia. I get the fear of someone saying, I'll tell you why things are harder for you. I'll tell you why it's harder to make ends meet and for send your kids and give them the life you want. It's because we're taking care of people like this. That's bullshit. But what I'm saying is you don't even have to let them in. That's bullshit. It's how you treat people you won't let in. That's because what I'm you saying. You know that's not right. You know that's not right. You can't say my, my people who are trading on fear for political purposes. And yeah, because it works. That's what being a demagogue is all about, brother. You, you know, you're not going to have people who come running around because you're giving them messages of hope and love all the time. When you hit somebody where they're scared, when you hit somebody where they're angry, that's powerful medicine in politics. I keep telling you, this president is no fool. He picked this issue for a reason. It works to motivate his base. In fact, I think it works better than any other issue. Well, My I, problem is, is that he's perverted it for that convenience. And that's why he doesn't talk about the fact that you say all the time on your show that if you're so worried about people being here the wrong way, why aren't we at the airports lined up right now? Because they're overstaying visas as much as they walk across. Because they're not brown. They're not the brown menace as he, scary. Can, as he can. It's scary. Here they come. Here they come. They're coming because for your jobs and your people women. People who come over from airplanes look like him. You know, I try to listen to these clowns. Uh, I try to always listen to... I, I I always try to listen to pu uh, opposing viewpoints, but these two are are just impossible to impossible to listen to. They're so infuriating. They're so stupid. They're so one sided. Their argument isn't even any good. I mean, Don Lemon, who are we as a country? 
uh, we're Americans. This is the United States. This is our country. Our country that's being invaded by another country. These people die on the border all the time. It, Breitbart released another article saying, we have been saying people have died for the last two years on the border. They've got 30 different stories about p people be dying on the border. That is not the fault of the United States. The fault of the United States is that we are not actually securing the border. If these people see a wall, they are not going to cross. There is no way a 23-month-old baby is going to get over a 20-foot wall or a 20-foot border fence or whatever. That's the point of this whole thing. Okay, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just talk about let's talk about that video. I, well, that we were talking about the video. So we need people need to respect respect our country, respect our borders, follow the laws. I'm sorry. I'm I just don't have a lot of sympathy. It's a, it's very sad. Don't get me wrong, but I don't have a lot of sympathy when people end up getting hurt or die because they're trying to break our laws. Next, this. This garbage about Don Lemon saying we should go home, get on our knees, and pray to God to soften our hearts? Is he freaking kidding me? This is a man who's pro, who's gay and pro-abortion, and he's telling me to soften my heart? I think the abortion, the 60 million people we are killing, we have killed since Roe versus Wade, is probably a bit more important than a couple of people who are breaking our laws and then happen to die. I, it, it, the the contradiction. And then listen to Cuomo. Listen to the words. There's no room for another side. There's no room for another argument with these people. And that's why I can't listen to them. Every blue moon, they'll have a, a commentator or an analyst that will tell them they're wrong. But it's so rare, it's not even funny. People really bust Fox News chops, but Fox News has counterpoints all the time. Listen to the language Cuomo used. Xenophobia. Fear demagoguery, um, perverted, perverted, browned menace. These words are extremes. So if you believe in that we should have strong borders, you're a demagogue who is a xenophobe and you're feared, you're scared all the time, you have a hard heart. I didn't cut too much out of that, that, uh, uh, sound clip because I wanted you to hear most of it. There's literally missing like a minute, minute and a half, and it was only for time. But, and then the drama of the whole thing. These people don't care. Another couple of immigrants dead. They don't care. Like Chris Cuomo, well, we've seen war pictures. This is nothing new. They're news people. They've seen this stuff before. This is picture is being used as a political talking point. That's all it is by the media. It's disgusting. It really is disgusting. First off, I believe they should not be here. If you are, my, my um, fiance is an immigrant. She's a legal immigrant. She's not a U.S. citizen. It took her seven years to get here. If you think I'm real hard on the subject, you should talk to her. I should have her online. She can't stand illegal immigration because she knows what she had to go through to become a, a legal uh, my, uh, legal immigrant. And let's stop calling them immigrants. They're not, or illegal immigrants. Or not, they're illegal aliens. That's the legal term. 
We keep changing language around. It's the same thing we're doing with oh, the 50 genders we have right now. I'm sorry, 64 genders we have right now. They could have gone to the border crossing. They could have asked for asylum. They would have been immediately rejected because they did not qualify. There's no war in El Salvador. There is crime. There is, uh, there is crime. There is poverty. That does not qualify you for asylum. Asylum requires that the person is under the threat of death due to persecution, either by religion, race, or creed. These people were coming to the country to make money and were going to return home when they did so they can build a house. So they decide to cross the border, just give up because they knew that they would, be sent, they would not be sent back and there was a possibility they'd be released. And once they were released, they could just disappear. If I illegally cross over the border to Mexico, I'm going to be picked up as a criminal, not an immigrant, and sent back. I have said this. <coughs> I have said this a thousand times. I would give anything if we took the immigration plan from the Constitution of Mexico and dump it as an amendment in the U.S. Constitution. Because there, they are very clear on who can be an actual Mexican citizen. I would qualify as a Mexican citizen because I have skills. But they would not take a construction worker as a citizen in Mexico. They would not allow them to stay in Mexico. I also do not feel any remorse for these people who died. I feel bad for them, but they were killed while committing a crime. Trump nor anyone who believes that we should have a strong border are at fault at all. And the media blaming them is disgusting. Well, that's not true. America did kill the... Did, it, it is our fault, okay? It's, our, it's, our, it's the fault of the Democrats. The reason it's the fault of the Democrats, there's no border security. Here's the reality. There would have been a wall there. If there was a wall there, they would not have crossed. If there were walls all along the border, on the areas which are, easy, which are considered passages, nobody would be dying in the desert. If we send people back, we sat back, did a quick check to see who they were, see if we could find out who they were, and then determine things, no, you're not, goodbye, and kicked them back. We would, not, we would discourage people from coming over the border. We'd encourage people to actually apply to become citizens. Hey, here's the reality. Here's the reality. We let every, anybody in. You just have to go through the process. You do not have to have a skill. We do not have any... Mexico, you have to be a professional. You have to actually have a... Have benefits for Mexico to become a Mexican citizen. United States doesn't have that. You can be a ditch digger. As long as you don't have a criminal background, don't have a disease, they will allow you in this country. And we do. We allow millions in this country. This garbage about xenophobia, this garbage about the brown menace, that we are demagogues and the brown menace and we're xenophobes and we fear, fear immigrants. No. We, fear, we do not fear immigrants, but immigrants are a drag on society. 
anywhere from 116 to 136 billion dollars a year is what illegal immigration costs us that we know of. And I keep hearing, oh, we only have 11 million. We only have 5 million illegal immigrants. That is a, first off, those statistics were back from 2014, 2013. I wish they'd stop using them. We've got probably between 30 and 40 million illegal immigrants in this country. Anyone who thinks we only have 5 to 11 million is just kidding themselves. We have between 20 and 40 million. So that 136 billion, when Trump said it was two between we were spending 200 between 200 and 250 billion a year on illegal immigrants, the reality is that's probably right. Even though we don't have the statistics. So don't ever let a Democrat tell you that it was Republicans that killed those migrants. And and the hundreds of migrants who try and get over. It's not just those two. Hundreds. It is the Democrats that killed those people. Because if we had proper border security, people would not even try to cross. And I'm telling you, if there was a wall right there, if there was a wall or a fence right at the Rio Grande, they definitely would not have tried. Okay, well, we're going to keep on the immigration wagon. Um, (laughs) It was a big week for AOC again. And I I heard a, a thing from Snopes, because I'm going to bring them up. Everyone seems to be picking on poor AOC all the time. And I think AOC should be picked on. And I'm going to explain why later. I think AOC, people underestimate the importance of of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I do believe Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is someone we need to pay attention to, we need to watch, and we need to counter at every turn. And I'm going to tell you why. But she uh, was being an idiot. And she got caught with her pants down. Uh, she went. Um, we'll start with her. We'll start with her being stupid, and then we'll go to her hypocrisy, and then we'll talk about how she's dangerous. Uh, she went to the border um, to visit these concentration camps, and had a little photo shoot. Now there are a lot of things that need to be addressed here, uh, and I'm I'm going to talk about them because I think the right has really taken this wrong too. So she goes down to El Paso. She's dressed in white um, and not knowing what to expect. She went there. Her close friends were with her, plus a bunch of constituents. And the photos were, uh, (laughs) were, quote, powerful, end quote. First photo is her looking through a fence, and she's got a very disturbed look on her face. And then there's a close-up of her face, her well-makeuped face, I might add, um, with very just very upset. And then suddenly, she, the next photo, she's she's breaking down. Her hands are on her knees. Her face is covered with her other hand, and you can tell she's she's crying. And uh, one of the people comes up to try and and ease her. And then she's blown out of her depression and she reaches to the fence and she starts screaming across the fence just heartbreaking heart wrenching in anguish all oh, the pain the hurt and then one of her constituents walks up and puts her arms around her and hugs her and then the final the final <laughs> the final photo is they're holding hands all dressed in white staring at a parking lot Yes, 
this was a complete BS photo shoot. Now, Snopes.com, uh, we're, we're going to go over a couple of things. Snopes, th th it came out right away. There were several pictures that showed the four standing in front of a parking lot and doing all this, all these antics, all this acting in front of a bunch of Border Patrol agents that were there only because of the crowd. Snopes.com said, no, 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 this is not true. They weren't just staring at a parking lot, blah, blah, blah. But they never said what they were looking at. Well, here's the thing. Snopes is a very left-wing uh, outlet. So I'm going to believe my lion eyes. I'm not going to believe Snopes. And Snopes also mentioned, oh, well, she's always being victimized by the right. And it's just like, uh, yeah, but she always says stupid things. Okay, she just last week, she says something really stupid and then doubled down on it six, seven times. She's still doubling down on the concentration crap, uh, concentration camp crap. She hasn't stopped. Now, I will say this. A lot of the, the right needs to stop picking on the, the dumb things. For example, they were saying, oh, she's wearing all white. Well, yeah, they were all wearing all white. It's part of the protest. Every, all of the constituents were wearing all right. And then they were say, talking about her wearing a $600 Movado watch. Okay, so what? She's wearing a $600 Movado watch. So what? I, she makes $180,000 a year. I'd buy a, a Movado watch either. Yes, it's hypocritical, but I don't think this is something to slam her for. So the right's got to stop doing that. They need to actually attack her words. But the whole thing should be funny to me, and it is. But there is something else. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a sociopath. She doesn't care about anyone. She has no empathy for anyone, even these kids in these detention centers. There isn't an empathetic bone in her body. She's all about power. She wants control. And right now, she has it. She is the leader of the Democratic Party. She knows, being from, the Demo being from a Democratic district, that the more illegal Hispanics, in, illegal aliens in this country, the more the Democrats will become elected. Why do you think um, the Democrats want to give driver's license to illegal aliens, want to have automatic registration when someone applies for a driver's license, want to be able to have more, uh, don't want IDs checked when people uh, go to vote, don't want, uh, want more uh, absentee ballots sent out. This is a scary thing, and the plan is there. And she's part of that plan. And she is pushing the most extreme plans when it comes to voting. She is not someone... She is not someone to be messed with. Because her base is very left-wing, very strong, and very extreme. The only good news is she's stupid. She is really stupid. She may be pretty, she may be stupid, but she's also a sociopath and she's also vicious. What's worse, she's power hungry. And she has some extremely, like I said, aggressive followers. So the only thing she cares about, she cares about power. And I'm not, exact, I'm not exaggerating at all. She doesn't care about those kids. She really doesn't care about the migrants, and her hypocrisy proves it.
On Tuesday, the House of Representatives voted on a bill that would provide $4.5 billion in emergency border funding. This funding was to be used to support the detention facilities, including medical help and bedding. There were four Democrats and three Republicans that did not vote for the bill. Now, the good news with the bill, both it was really a bipartisan bill, which can be scary, but both Democrats and Republicans said, you know, it's not the perfect bill. That's a good thing. You know, if they all said it was a perfect bill, I'd be really kind of worried about it, but it wasn't. AOC was one of the Democrats that didn't vote for the bill. She seems to care about the children until she has to vote for a bill that will allow ICE and Border Patrol to care for the children. She, but she wasn't finished. She supported a protest of Wayfair, a furniture manufacturing company. Why? Because they were providing bedroom furniture for the detention centers. They were actually under contract with the detention centers to provide bed beds. They were selling beds to the detention centers. So the kids didn't have to sleep on the floor. She was protesting a company that was giving them the bed so they wouldn't have to sleep on the floor. This gal is incredible and she just doesn't hide it. This proves that she does not care about anyone. She wants them miserable because the more they are miserable, the more likely they will be released. Once released and with the loosening of our election laws, it is only a matter of time before they will start voting. See, AOC reminds me of the quote from Paradise Lost when Satan states he would rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. AOC wants that power and she has it. And she knows in six years when she gets to, she has the ability to run for president, or now she's 30, so it's only five years, when she has the ability to run for president, she's trying to set herself up for that, so she will have that power. She needs <coughs> poor people to take over the country so they, she can tell them about all the injustices in the country and how they are all victims, and only she can dig them out. Each speech she makes will bring her more power. And the fact that she is creating the injustices, she and her Democrats are creating the injustices in the country, they're creating the poverty, is something they never bring up. They hide that. Hey, the homeless problem. Eight of the top ten cities with the greatest, home, uh, greatest homeless problem are in democratic states and democratically are democratically run uh, cities. Nine of the ten are democratically run states. This is not a coincidence. And I guarantee if I dig, dug deeper, if I dug deeper, I could find that probably the top 50 cities are going to be that way. Los Angeles has 59, Los Angeles County, 59 thousand homeless. That's 5% of the population. Los Angeles City, the city by itself, that little area downtown, has 30 some odd thousand homeless. Not a lot of people live in the city. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez needs poverty to push her socialist agenda. That's what she needs. She needs the social justice. She needs to break people up. She's evil. She's a liar. And she wants to destroy this country so she can gain wealth and power. And this is why we need to fear her. 
We can't underestimate her just because she says stupid things. The problem is people who listen to her don't think what she's saying is stupid. They just clap like robots. She needs to be called out. Never believe her without verification. Always verify what, what she says. If she comes into this country, comes into power in this country, this country will experience tyranny, poverty, and misery. And that's what her ultimate goal is, is to gain that power. Everyone's worried about Donald Trump. You don't need to worry about Donald Trump. And her practices are have failed every time when someone like her has been in power. You need proof of that? Let's just look south. Look at Venezuela. Okay. Whew. It's hot. I have I am just on fire. Sorry about that. I hope I made a lot of sense today. Well, uh, visit my website. You can actually see AOC's pictures at my website, and you can see the full uh, diatribe between Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. And you can, you might be able to type in Dumbasses Talking Politics, and I might actually come up because that is actually my title. And you can um, listen to this podcast on iTunes, on Sound, oh, not SoundCloud, excuse me, on iTunes, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. You folks have a nice day. And this is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>